Uh, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Today's episode, I'm going to address some questions that have come in from listeners. So um, see how many we can get through in under 10 minutes and keeping in the spirit of Flashcast. Uh, the first one is, I'm starting a service-based business but have no experience at all on sales. How do I close that gap faster and become better at a sales quicker? Uh, let me introduce you to the concept of sales versus business development. To me, sales is transaction-based, and I'm not a fan of it. So anyone that's in a sales position, it's normally about pushing products out or services out. Sales is normally a transaction. You tell a story, somebody picks it up, they make the transaction, that to me is a sale. Business development, on the other hand, is more of a pull theory. It's uh, how can I solve a problem for you? Uh, to me, business development is a uh, transaction, is not a transaction-based, it's a relationship-based um, situation. And it takes often takes a longer process. However, what I say is it becomes more sticky. So sales versus business development. So the answer there to me is you want to close the gap faster is that you need to be in the model of um, solving people's problems. Uh, I've done flashcasts on this before where we talk about sales as transaction. Uh, business development is about solving problems. Um, you know, sales is transaction. Business development is relationship. So the short answer there is you need to be in service to people. You need to be able to build relationships. And the way to do that is by actually putting yourself in a position where you can solve a customer's problem. And this will generate, the sale will become a byproduct of that relationship-based mentality. The second question is, what are the biggest challenges to starting a business? Well, where do we start? The biggest challenge to starting a business is that people don't actually understand what their worst possible scenario is. So tip number one is to make sure that you understand what your worst possible scenario is. I don't believe in the all-in mentality. I don't believe in putting everything you have on the table and on the line. You need to be comfortable with your worst possible scenario. So um, the biggest challenge, number one, that I see is that people actually go into business blindsided. Uh, they think that it's going to automatically succeed or that it's okay to put it all on the table. It is not. Um, the concept of entrepreneurs being risk takers is actually a fallacy. You'll find the most successful entrepreneurs in the world are actually calculated risk takers, meaning they are comfortable with their worst possible scenario. The next biggest challenge is obviously getting the right people that see your vision. So once people start their business and doing quite well, um, the biggest challenge is always going to be around people. Um, you know, when you're onboarding new people, hiring new people, trying to find people. And the biggest challenge I find there is that obviously everybody comes with their own experience, everyone comes with their own lens, but trying to get them to see uh, the world through your eyes, to understand why your business has done well. The DNA of your business um, is normally the biggest challenge. How do I pass on the DNA of my business down to people that are joining new? Um, you know, and the third one, the biggest challenge I find is that we simply onboard the wrong customers. That, um, you know, keeping in the spirit of people based, it's we externally put on the wrong customers. And sometimes we need to because we need the business, but we know that the customer is going to be a pain in the butt. But I normally say, What's easy today will be difficult tomorrow, and what's difficult today will normally become easier tomorrow. So just keep that um, thought in check. Number three question, how to get through the frustrations of being constantly rejected by customers? And this is a great question uh, because it's all about mindset. To me, every rejection, every no I got was an opportunity to collect data. So the point I want you to take from here is every time somebody says no, ask why. Keep a log of the why. 
once a month, once a week, whatever's appropriate, sit down and analyze the data you have collected. So when somebody rejects you, when somebody says no, keep a log of why they're doing so. Because once you analyze it, you can then build strategy to attract new business. A lot of people, when they get rejected or say no, they take it, they take it personally, they get emotional about it, or worse still, they just brush it under the carpet. The no's and the rejection is your opportunity to gather the data that you need so that you can analyze this data and then build the strategy that will take your business forward. So whilst I, um, you know, nobody likes being told no to, when I got told the no, this was my opportunity to build a better business. And I did this in Melbourne when everyone kept saying, why would I buy coffee from somebody in Queensland? Now, the no's were what defined the, what went on to be Australia's number one coffee business being Tabella Coffee, the nose is what built the business because every time an owner said no, I asked why and they said, well, if I'm just buying coffee, I can buy it locally. And that was the point in 2005 that I said I had to turn a product business into a service business and it's actually what put Tabella Coffee on the map. So it was through the no, through the rejections of Melbourne and the people down there that I was actually able to go on to build Australia's most successful coffee business in the independent coffee market. Question number four, how to come up with a great product or service? Well, the best products or services will solve problems. It's a simple one. If your product or service is not solving a problem, it is no different to anybody else. And as I often say, nobody wants imitation Louis Vuitton. They want the real deal. The best way to be the real deal is to solve a problem. Sit down objectively, get a people, a group of people around the table and say, does my product or service genuinely solve a problem? Is it unique? Now, unique doesn't mean it has to be new or innovative. Innovation doesn't mean it has to be something new to market. Innovation can be different. It's, it's a better way to do something. Or, and whether that better way is more convenient, uh, more value, um, you know, more attractive, emotional engagement, whatever that better is, it's all about solving a problem. Question number five, how to measure if my product or service is good? Well, the ultimate measure of your product or service is good is when people are endorsing you. So Debella accelerated its growth not through marketing and strategies and, and trying to push product into people's hands. It accelerated its business when people thought we were good enough and they would tell others about us. As we know, you do something wrong, they will tell 10 people. You do something right, they might tell one. The way that I always measured if my product or service was good was when I was getting third-party endorsements. When, I was, when the phone started ringing at the Bella Coffee saying, we are opening a cafe, we want to use your product, that's when I knew that our product and service was good because people were out there recommending us. And it's quite a simple barometer, but a barometer that's not focused on enough. You know when your product or service is good when people are coming to you and asking for you to supply them. Question number six is, how do I know when it's time to stop trying and quit my business and move on? Well... This will be the last question I take. It's no different to how I started. Get comfortable with your worst possible scenario. The moment you get to that level of where you've reached your worst possible scenario and you need to shift more out of your comfort zone and you're not prepared to do so, that's when you quit and move on. So the answer to question number six is the same answer to question number one. How do I know when it's time to stop trying and quit my business and move on? When you've reached that level of worst possible scenario and you can't go any further without stretching yourself out of a zone that you are not comfortable with. If you constantly operate within a zone that you are comfortable with, then you'll always be on the right side. The moment you have to overstep that mark is the moment you start to tread in dangerous territory. So as I keep saying to people, my risk management plan was 
is and will always be get comfortable with the worst possible scenario. That will help you whether you should invest, whether you should not invest, whether you should change jobs, not change jobs. It will help you with multitude of questions. Put the question on a piece of paper, write down all the worst possible things that can happen, and the moment you're comfortable with them all, then move forward. The moment you're not comfortable with them, you need to keep assessing, keep spinning that Rubik's Cube. Now, taking six questions, keep them coming in. Remember, these flashcards are all about you. They're all about accelerating your potential. They're all about me being able to reach a wider audience in mentoring and, and having an influence by sharing my insights um, and my thoughts. So keep the questions coming. Keep the topics coming. I appreciate the fact and the honour that you all give me as listeners to being able to do this. Um, I thank you for listening. I hope you share it with friends. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. Until next time, be the best you can be. 